Do you think that the opinions of network marketing have changed from generation to generation? Like maybe how your parents or your grandparents thought, or maybe how your children think about having a side hustle in this gig economy? Well, we bring in our daughters to share a little bit. We cover five generations of what the thinking is and how to apply the principles of network marketing to create additional streams of income. So tune in. Welcome to the MLM You Decide podcast. We're your hosts, Janine Finney and Laura Evans. Each week, we'll bring you conversations about the good and the misunderstood aspects of MLM, multi-level marketing, network marketing. It's time to get informed because making a decision with only half the information could be the most expensive decision you make. Let's dive into today's episode. change and how people respond to things changes over generations. Today, we thought we would step into a conversation across multiple generations about perceptions around MLM and network marketing. So we have invited three very special guests to help us explore the perception of network marketing and how it's evolved over the years. We have our daughters. So I have one of my daughters and Laura has two of her daughters here. And we are going to talk about um, how this business, the perception of this business to 20 people that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. So since I'm the oldest, I get to start. I'm the uh, person in my 60s and um, I live in Scottsdale, Arizona with my husband. I have two amazing daughters and five amazing grandchildren. And uh, Doug and I spend summers, because it's very hot in Arizona, we spend summers in an RV, um, we fly fish. And so um, we get out of here for actually about five or six months a year. So that's one of the blessings of this business and one of the things that I was really looking for. Um, so my background, um, I was in business development um, and uh, the company that I had worked for for 10 years prior had just been sold. And um, I discovered that after pouring my heart and soul into this business, I had nothing to show for my 10 years of hard work. So I was really at a loss and was really searching for what I was going to do next. And at the same time, my daughter had, uh, Lori had just graduated from U of A and she had gotten into the corporate world and quickly discovered that she was not cut out for the nine to five world. She was miserable and would cry every Sunday night and just um, turns out she just does not fit into that world. So she came home and uh, told me that she had discovered this amazing thing that we could do together. It was going to be the perfect answer for both of us. Um, and it was called network marketing. And she said, I'm sure you've never heard of it, mom, because you would have told me if you had. And quickly, I told Lori that I had heard of it. Um, 30 years before I had had the bait and switch experience when somebody tried to recruit me, they lied to me about a meeting, invited me over for dinner, and it turned out that it was a business opportunity presentation. 
So I was very, very anti-network marketing. And I think um, actually there are a lot of people, I'm a baby boomer, and I think there are a lot of people in my generation, unfortunately, that have had a similar type of experience. So that's my story. Janine, I was so captivated listening to your background and your story that I forgot I'm next. Um, you are the wisest of the group and I am following you in that order of age. I'm in my 50s and we call Charleston, South Carolina home these days. Uh, we also have an RV, which is kind of a cool thing for any of you guys aspiring to uh, enjoy uh, life on the road wherever you choose to park it. Um, so we enjoy that as a second home these days. Um, we're a blended family. We have four beautiful, healthy, young adults and one delightful granddaughter and two Basenji Barkless dogs. Um, so I first heard about network marketing. You know, honestly, my mom did a little bit of business in a couple of different jewelry companies and things like that. And I never really thought a lot about it. And then when I was in college, I was introduced to a skincare line that I really liked. And so to save money on it, because I really didn't have any money, I became a distributor for that company and really kind of dabbled and played around with it. And then I really didn't think much about network marketing, multi-level marketing at all until in my career, I'd worked for some large companies, J. Crew and Disney. I was an executive and helping them with their sales and marketing strategies. And I was offered a job with a company in the MLM network marketing space. A party plan company actually was one of the first ones that I worked for. I worked as an executive for that company. I went on to be president for two different companies in the network marketing industry that have over a billion dollars in sales. So I gained a tremendous amount of experience on the corporate side as well as on the field side. And that's what was the most encouraging for me and the most, um, I guess rewarding was to see how this business is such an equal opportunity for anyone, uh, regardless of their education or their background or their experience or where they are in life right now or where they are in the world. Um, they are able to find products that they fall in love with and then be able to share those with other people and create some kind of an income. Um, so that's a little bit about um, how, how I got to know network marketing. That's awesome. I think I'm next. I'm Lori. I'm Janine's daughter. Um, I am also a mom of three boys, and I just feel so lucky um, to be the girl in our family. <laughs> but um, he, so yeah, my kids are 13, almost 12, and seven. And we now also have six chicks, um, baby chicks. They're going to be hens and laying eggs soon and two dogs and a cat. So I don't really know what's going on over here, but we're a little bit crazy. And I just, I love this whole adventure of life. And I love being able to say yes to random crazy ideas when my boys ask. <laughs> so um, we live in Arizona and um, it has just been so nice having the flexibility to be home in this crazy year of virtual school and then regular school. So. Um, that flexibility is huge, but yes, we're in Arizona and my background, gosh, I didn't really have many years to establish a background because it really was straight out of college. 
um, when I discovered that I was not built for this whole normal life with careers and jobs and going to work and getting up to an alarm clock and dressing up. And it was shocking to my soul. And I tried it. I got, I got a job because I had a degree and I had a degree in marketing and Spanish and communications, which was so fun, but I didn't really know what career path I was going to take. It really, nothing felt right to me. So I went into sales. Um, I was also the director of marketing for a large construction company here. Um, but honestly, it was awful. Um, every day was awful. And I felt like I was having to pretend to be someone else. I, I felt like, oh my gosh, any minute they're going to discover that, you know, I, I can't do this for much longer. And so after we got married in Hawaii, um, I pretty much discovered that's the life I want is this lovely little life in Hawaii. How do we do that more often? And so I just had my eyes wide open for anything else. I mean, just throw me a bone, anything that is outside of this normal life. Um, and luckily, I discovered this thing called network marketing. And so I thought it was brilliant. Um, I still think it's brilliant. I don't really know how the whole world doesn't totally get it yet, but that's okay. Um, and, and that's where I'm at. So yes, I mean, you heard my story, how I came to my mom and just thought, oh my gosh, you know, and I thought my degree is in marketing. Like, how have I not heard about network marketing? I'm totally qualified for this. <laughs> so, and then you heard my mom's reaction and then it kind of went from there. So that's it. So that leaves me next. Um, I'm Ashley. I'm Laura's daughter. Um, I'm in my mid thirties. I'm 35. So I'm going to give you the perspective of this, uh, you know, 30 um, year old age group. I live in Greenville, South Carolina. So not too far from Laura. Um, and, you know, with, with my career, um, I'll explain about that a little bit, but it allows me flexibility. So I, I luckily get to spend a lot of time down there with them at the beach, which was wonderful for my three-year-old. Um, the three-year-old daughter named Charlie, uh, don't be surprised if she barges in here at some point because you know, they're three, they kind of do their own thing. Um, but I, I live in Greenville with my husband, Joey, and, and our daughter and our um, mini golden doodle, Nash. Uh, so my, um, my background is, is a little different. I, I started in um, academic science. So I was a lab bench researcher. Um, I have my doctorate in biomedical science. So I really was set up for this academic science research track. That's what I always wanted to do um, is be a doctor of some sort. So my research is molecular biology, specifically cardiovascular disease and development. And I was looking at going into a career um, and had some, some positions I was looking at at some Ivy League institutions to go in as a researcher. Um, and when I started to think about what I wanted later in life and having, having a child after being in school forever by that point, I realized I wanted some flexibility and I didn't want to live my life in a lab. Um, I wanted to be able to have a life and, and academic research is very um, trying. It is a, a lot of time and a lot of effort. So I've never had a um, traditional office job. Um, I decided to 
not go into academic research after finishing um, my PhD, and I work for a major pharmaceutical company, um, but I work in the field. I am field-based. I've always worked from home. I've never worked in an office, always been um, relatively independent in what my career is, so uh, it, it works out well, and so the idea of having flexibility and the flexibility that network marketing offers fits into what I'm used to and what my lifestyle is. And I learned a lot more about it through Laura. Obviously, it's something that my, our family um, has lived and experienced. Um, but I will say that my, my generation is very mixed. Um, you know, the, the mid to late 30s group, our parents are in their 50s, 60s, 70s. And uh, a lot of their perceptions of what this business is, um, a, a lot of them are, are, are negative. So uh, I, I feel like my age group um, is, a, is a little mixed. So it's definitely interesting. But um, as Lori was saying, I don't know how more people <laughs> haven't heard about this, especially as you know, young moms, um, if you want time and flexibility with your kids, it's just, you know, it's, it's kind of perfect. So I'll pass this on to last but not least savannah yes saving the best for last just kidding <laughs> um yes yeah, so i'm savannah i live in dallas with my husband and we have two cats uh no kids yet but just our two little fur babies and my background is in marketing as well i graduated from the university of north texas back in 2016 and since then i have had a corporate job in marketing um at first working for um, an agency that did stuff for Bank of America. And then recently I'm at a company that does emails for Chili's. And so it's been really interesting, but when Lori was kind of talking about maybe her Sunday scaries, uh, definitely related to that. <laughs> um, being in the corporate world and kind of learning as I've been out of college is, um, it is not all that it's cracked up to be. In college, they like make you like have to learn uh, or expect like, these certain things and it's just kind of not like that and it's not attainable and I think for my age group in our 20s I'm in my 20s um we either have been influenced by parents who are like baby boomers like Janine said or um or we're kind of in a spot where we're starting to realize that this is not as fun as we thought it would be it's not there's no freedom there's no like I mean, I think constantly we're always trying to plan family vacations and my husband and I are like, okay, can we take off work? Like, ah, that's so stressful. Um, so we kind of have a mixed group too, I think for people in their twenties of, we know that like, this isn't ideal having to like work for our time, but then again, we're not quite sure everyone has it together to see the value in MLM. Like I remember talking to Ashley recently when I was visiting her and I was like, oh, people in their thirties, like they have it together and like it's working well, <laughs> but turned out not to be so. That was really interesting to learn. Um, so it's definitely um, like a mixed group. But for me, I guess my background's kind of different because mom, you've been in this business for so long growing up, I mean, I guess I never thought anything different. It's just another type of industry, another situation. Um, but it's becoming more apparent, even in these COVID times, as I've transitioned, you know, working from home all the time, which I never thought in a million years I would ever be able to do at this age, or even like, you know, being, you know, down the road when hopefully um, I'm a mom. I mean, that's kind of always been a pivotal point of family or work that I'm starting to wrap my head around and seeing friends go through the same thing. And um, 
yeah, it's just an interesting kind of split world for some of us who have Sunday scaries in the corporate world and then those of us who know um, what could be available to us in MLM, but um, are kind of mixed between parents' ideas and not, you know, being maybe too scared or trying to see like what the catch is, um, I think is a big misunderstanding in my friend group. I love this. Such interesting perspectives. I um, So let's just kind of circle back around and talk about our generations. We've kind of alluded to that, but, you know, I'm a baby boomer and I think I fall into that category that is, um, at least for me, I, I think we have a really strong work ethic. Um, I just believe that that was, the, you know, going to work was just the only choice. I didn't I never thought about it, didn't think that, that I could do anything else. So I am very grateful for my brilliant daughter. And I will start crying. I, I, anytime I talk about our experience together, it makes me emotional because um, I am so proud of her for not listening to me and um, not giving her power away. Because I think that's one of the biggest struggles for people in this business is we're faced with so many people that don't understand it. And it's hard to stand up to that. But um, Lori absolutely knew that she had found what she was looking for. She did not waver from that. And even for the whole year that we battled, she was um, certain that you know she was right. And finally, I realized that she was right as well. But I think for a lot of people in the baby boomer group, I think a lot of us have had the, um, I hate to, I, don't, I won't even mention company names, but um, <laughs> it's so funny because when Lori first got into this, people would say, is this fill in the blank? It starts with an A. And Lori said, yeah, I guess it must be because everybody asks me that. So there's kind of just, we, a lot of us were sort of um, burned by that experience that we had. So I think it makes it very, very difficult um, when talking to my age group. Um, I think that even younger people, uh, I think there's much less of a stigma than, than there used to be. But a lot of times the younger people are still, they have, they have parents and grandparents at home that are still hung up on things. And, and um, most of the people my age are not even really willing to update their beliefs. And I am sad to say that I fell into that category. I thought I was absolutely right. And um, I wasn't really open to, um, to hearing anything new. And it was really by chance that I stumbled upon a book at that really opened my eyes and it was just like a light switch for me. I completely changed. I completely saw that I was, um, I was basing the whole profession on this one experience that I had. And I think a lot of people do that. I think it's natural because, you know, we, it, it was a real experience. Um, I have met some people that are doing this now as I, because of our books, um, we uh, wrote our books to really demystify network marketing, to really, um, you know, talk through all of the misconceptions. And through that, I have met other people that are successful in many different network marketing companies. We've had that blessing. And um, it's, you know, we kind of, in, in my age group, we kind of all experience the same thing, but it, it's sort of like when we get to the other side 
of the skepticism and we see the brilliance of it, this business is so perfect for baby boomers um, for so many reasons. I mean, you know, the, the freedom and flexibility, the ability to, um, you know, use the skills that we've learned um, from all those years of working in corporate America. And because we do have a, a, a really strong work ethic, um, this is a way to really bring all of that um, to a business and, you know, really feel like we are contributing and experiencing that, that feeling of significance as well. Um, and I think there's a lot of people in this, in this age group too that are maybe not prepared to retire financially. So this is to me kind of like a sweat equity uh, retirement fund. And um, so I am a, a huge believer for anybody that is considering network marketing in the baby boomer um, age group. Um, I think this is absolutely a brilliant option. Yeah, it certainly is. And we did an episode on that, by the way. So if you want to hear, I believe it was the top 10 reasons why um, this business is so perfect for baby boomers. And one of the reasons that inspired us to do this call, this get together today is because quite a few baby boomers or even in my Gen X age that are coming into the industry now are coming through being referred by their children. So we want to give you some encouragement out there, you young people who might think none of my friends have any money. Well, your friends likely have parents and those parents are likely like Janine and I, who may be in between where our career is or, you know, really wanting flexibility because we want time with the grandkids and we want time to travel and enjoy retirement. Um, so just be encouraged by that. And we hope that that would bring you some of that. I, I ran into, I, back when I was first, you know, building a business or working with a company of people building a business years ago, before the internet, <laughs> if you can believe that, there was, um, it was all like, you know, home parties and um, hotel meetings. And that was what I was used to. And um, for some people, that was just not comfortable for them. Maybe they were introverts. I'm, I'm not really an introvert, so that didn't bother me. But for some people, that really bothered them. And now it's shifted to where it's so much online. And I, I sometimes think, and I'd be interested in hearing what the rest of you think, but I sometimes think for folks that are in our age group, mine and Janine's, that's intimidating. Um, they don't feel up to speed on social media or they don't know, like, I mean, every time you turn around, there's a new social media thing or here's what you should do and not do. Um, I, I embraced it and learned it because I wanted to keep up with the kids. I wanted to know what the kids were posting. And so that's why I began to stay involved with what was going on with social media and they kind of dragged me along onto the different platforms um, and it's been good because now I feel that I've invested and learned more and able to use it more effectively um, but I, I would say that anyone considering doing this type of business it's not it's scary. I'm just going to put it out there. It's scary. I mean, anytime you're venturing out on your own and you don't have the structure of show up and do this, show up tomorrow and do this, and I'm going to pay you this, anytime you don't have that structure, it's a little scary. On the other hand, the personal development skills that it forces you to create 
will benefit you in all walks of life, in your personal relationships, in your um, relationship with your husbands, with your, with your family, with your children, with um, your friends, um, and also just your skill set, your communication skill set, and your confidence. It will build your confidence um, very much because you are going to be learning by doing and you're going to be failing forward in it. But look, every little bit matters. It is like sweat equity, like Janine talked about. You know, it's like a low cost way to build a nest egg that will build over time. So many times I've thought about, man, what if I would have stayed with that company that I first started with, with the skincare thing and just kept building a little bit over time? What kind of extra stream of income would that have created for me? Um, so that's my encouragement about it is find a product that you love and you feel you can't live without and that you would tell people about even if you weren't being paid for it and and um and then you know go out and go out and learn some things for it i love everything you said um and i think i forgot to mention my i'm the 40s group maybe that's obvious <laughs> 60 50 30 20 i'm the missing sorry so i'm 42 um and you know, it's so funny. I really don't know what generation I'm in. I don't know what I'm called, but I don't know that I fit in whatever generation I'm part of because when I got this, it was like so obvious to me, so crystal clear. My mom and I talk a lot about those fuzzy um, eye um, pictures. They, they made books about them. They used to have them on walls. And if you'd like, do something with your eyes, you could all of a sudden see the ship pop out. Do you know what I mean? And then everyone else is looking at it like, I don't see it. Well, it's like I saw it instantly. I could see it. And once you see it, you can't not see it. It's right in front of you. And it, you just are like, how can you not see this? It's a ship um, or whatever it was. And I, so I, I really feel like, um, I mean, most of my friends, if not all, maybe a hundred percent of them, uh, thought I was crazy as well and just did not see, you know, I think also, so it's weird. I'm 42 now when I discovered this and, and really got excited and involved. I was 23, I believe. So building, starting at 23, I just, everyone was so excited to start their careers. And I was like, why? <laughs> Let me just fast forward a little bit for you. It stinks. It's not, but I'm just kidding. If you love what you do, keep doing it. Um, and it's not an either or. That's a whole nother subject. It's not either your career or this. I mean, it's, it, uh, again, that's a whole nother topic. But what it comes down to, I feel like, because I've been in this in my 20s and my 30s and now my 40s. And I just don't know that it's a generation thing. I think it's more a belief thing. And I just really have come to my own understanding that people have all sorts of beliefs and around everything. And it's how we were raised. It's what we were told. It's what we've accepted as truth. And we're shaking that up with this concept of network marketing because it's not necessarily what everyone, I love Savannah that you were raised like it was no big deal. Um, it was literally, I was 23 when I first heard this word because I think it was a bad word in my house. You know, I think my mom maybe secretly hoped I would never know this word, network marketing. Um, 
So I just, I do feel like no matter who I'm talking to, whether you're 20, whether you're 18, whether you're 75, it doesn't matter to me. I feel like it's really, what's, what's your belief system? What are you believing about work, about how it has to look, about success? And, you know, how am I supposed to look to my friends? How am I supposed to um, honor my college degree. How I mean, all these things I feel like is what it comes down to. So, and my beliefs over time have shifted and I used to have all the confidence when I was in my twenties. I, I really did. No wonder my mom said no a thousand times and I couldn't care less. I was like, I'm still going to talk to you about it. And I'm going to talk to everyone about it because I believe in this and you're the crazy one, not me. And then I've softened and I've become a mom and I'm like doing my own other thing. And now I've lost confidence in myself. And so that's a belief. So anyway, um, I guess I'm my whole point in all of this is I just really feel like to, to hone in on what are your beliefs around all of this and are they serving you or are they not serving you? Because a belief is just a thought that you have thought for a long time that you keep thinking over and over and you've just accepted it as truth, but it is not truth unless it's serving you. <laughs> if it's serving you, keep believing it. If it's not, investigate that sucker and really shift that belief to serve you. So I'm speaking to myself here too, because that's something I'm really discovering for me now. So to continue this with, um, you know, my generation, like I said earlier, and I alluded to it a little bit, um, it, the perception really is mixed, even a, a, among my friend group. Um, I would say almost 50-50, uh, maybe a little more on the, <clears throat> on the, the positive side, but Everybody's still, as Laura mentioned earlier, you know, talking about the house parties or, you know, the meetings at hotels, a lot of my friends still view it that way. And they don't view them as quality products or items that you love that, as you said, would you share it with somebody if you weren't getting paid? I can't tell you how many times I've shared items that my friends, that my friends sell because I love them. I will openly post about them because I love those things. So, you know, it really is, you know, very mixed. And I think it also comes from the idea of what we think we have to be and what success looks like. Because, um, you know, being in academics and as, as, a, as a female, that in academic research, science, that was a man, a male dominated field for so long. And, you know, the women before us in, in every industry have really pushed to, you know, break that glass ceiling so that we can be those leaders of companies. And the idea of, you know, traditional education and traditional jobs has been pushed so much on us. The, you know, looking at something different as a way of your own individual success can be really hard. And what I love, Lori, what you said and the way that I look at it is it doesn't have to be one or the other. I choose to do both because like I said, if there's something that I love and that I use and I want to share it with my friends, doing that in a way where I'm promoting and getting something in return isn't horrible, you know, uh, you know, do and it, and it doesn't have to be overly time consuming. It really is. What do you want to get from it? And, you know, my career um, in, in medical affairs, um, working in, in science, you know, really does shape some of these, these MLM companies that I like, you know, I'm really about 
you know, health and wellness. And it doesn't have to just be one or the other. So, you know, I, I think that by sharing these things and by people having more experience with them, and I think social media really helps. So you can see that it is their quality products and quality items, no matter what it is that, that are really helping other, other people and people are really enjoying. And when I was in college and when my idea about what MLMs were, network marketing was, it, it came from a time without social media. We didn't have Facebook, we didn't have Instagram. So it really was those traditional meetings, dinner parties, et cetera. So I think that's changing. Social media is definitely helping. Um, and as Laura was also talking about, that for me is the hard part. I get, we talk about this all the time. She says, just do it. I'm like, do what? <laughs> Make a video for the world to see? That sounds crazy. But in that, where I'm from, I'm from the science research, we write papers and we stay in the background. So you know, that's something that is, I think has also been great because it pushes me to learn a new skill, get out of my comfort zone and realize it's okay. You know, it's okay to talk in, to people and to not, you know, you don't have to be perfect. It's okay to just be real because um, that's something else I think that we don't do enough. We're not, our, we're not real online. You know, we try to put this facade of what we think we should be. So this kind of helps with that too. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I think it's mixed, but I think things are getting, getting better. And I also, one, one last thing that I think is helping is, you know, us young moms are wanting to be successful in our own right. We want to have a career, um, you know, be independent, be contributors to our households, but also have flexibility to be with our kids. And I, I think that is so important that we're saying, you know, yes, thank you to all the people that came before us, the women who, you know, made it okay and good for us and the ability for us to have these careers, but we want to do it our own way. So I, I think it's becoming a nice mix and I'm really excited, especially having a daughter. I'm really excited that she's going to be growing up at a time where as a woman, you have these choices and it's, it's kind of wonderful. Wow. I've loved what everyone has said so far. And I'm trying to remember because I I feel like there's so much to touch on for each subject. Like mom, you kind of just blatantly saying, it, this is like really scary. <laughs> and I completely agree. And I know I've had my own struggles with that. And I feel like I've seen friends have their own struggles um, and kind of actually with like your hesitance to like what to do with social media, what's going on there. Um, it's really interesting to see how the market is right now, I guess. I don't know why I keep wanting to bring up COVID, but I feel like it has been so impactful for like my generation. You know, some of us were cool. You know, we got out of college. We thought like, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And then a lot got laid off or, you know, like kind of like the scariest thing to happen when you're just still learning everything. Um, and so I know, I feel like that's really opened everyone's eyes just as far as like, you might not have everything as stable as you think you do. And so that's obviously something that's super, um, I think for my generation, super helpful that they're starting to learn, um, even though it is scary to get started. And I know not everyone has a perfect mom like me where I can just be like, okay, what do I need to do? I need, you know, my husband and I are trying to save for a house. You know, mom, we literally like talked about numbers. We're like, well, if you do X, X, and X, you should have like, a, you know, this much more savings per month. And I was like, okay, but still wait, wh what do I do? <laughs> like who do I talk to um and so there's 
times like that where I'm sure everyone, and especially my generation, struggles with that. And so they're either fighting with like themselves of, I don't think I have the confidence to go out there on social media, even though that's what we were, you know, born doing almost. But there's still like, because I think we were so set in the social media age, um, it's really scary to post something that like, I don't know if all my following is going to like this. Like you, that's, you know, growing up just automatically knowing what's okay and what's not okay versus I'm sure some of y'all's generations are like, well, we have to learn. Like someone had to tell us <laughs> because we came in and like set all these imaginary rules. Um, it's been really hard to be like, well, yeah, I'll go ahead and like post this thing on my Facebook, but like I have a lot of friends on there who I know don't like MLM or, but it could be helpful because a lot don't. Um, some advice I've actually given my friends lately is uh, TikTok. TikTok is kind of new for us, some of us, um, but it's so interesting because it's such a new platform. Um, I just encouraged a friend who wanted to start doing something and like kind of getting her name out there and what she wants to sell. I was like, go on TikTok. You don't have like nobody that you know actually follows you. You know, you just create an account to like look at videos. Um, it's just going out to strangers and like having that opportunity without all the pressure that we just like put on ourselves because of the imaginary, you know, box of rules that we've made. Um, so that's really interesting. And then Lori, to your point of kind of like this belief that we all have, um, another thing of advice I've tried to give my friends is, you know, you are going off of what your parents say. Um, and I try to relate it to like, did you form your own political opinions? Okay. How about you try and find your, oh, hi, Charlie. Um, how about, um, you know, you try to form your own opinion and own belief about this and not just, you know, try and go off the experience your parents had because you could have something completely different. Um, so lots of uh, good goods and bads in there. <laughs> so this is usually where Miss Fun jumps in and asks the question of our guests. Um, so what are you reading? And um, I, I will start out and we can go around. Um, I'm always just randomly reading all kinds of things. But right now, I'm actually reading the book called Quiet. And I'm reading that because we interviewed someone um, on our podcast that is an introvert. And she was talking about, you know, how this business is to, to do as an introvert. And I'm loving the book. It's very, very interesting, I think, for everybody just to understand people better. Um, and then the other thing that uh, Laura likes to ask is, um, what is something that we're loving these days? And it can be like a recipe, a gadget, anything that makes life easier. I would say the thing I'm loving is Zoom happy hours on Sunday. My, we do a family Zoom happy hour every Sunday, and I love it. It is the highlight of my week, and it has taught me. It's so funny because um, we travel in the summer, and we're gone, and we're gone for a long period of time, and that being away from my kids and my grandkids is the, the bad part of that for me, but I think because of Zoom and because of COVID, Savannah, as you've referenced, um, I think the, the good news about it is, is that it's really taught us all how connected we can stay because of Zoom. And so I hope that our family will continue um, doing this new little tradition forever and ever. <laughs> 
And uh, the, uh, the last question is, what do, you, what do you give back to and, and what kind of cause do you give to? And, you know, I love that we asked that question and I've loved the answers that we've gotten um, from a lot of our guests. And I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I don't have a cause. Um, Lori and I have been involved with a few causes along the way. Um, there's a group of network marketing women that um, contribute to different causes. But I would say that really, I think the reason for that is that I believe the cause that I want to give to really is women. Um, I was a single mom for a lot of years and um, I struggled financially. And it, I am very, very adamant about the fact that I think women need to have their own money and um, need to be financially secure. And so I feel like this business is my cause. Um, it really is how I get back. I love finding people that I, I, I see um, where they are and where they wanna be and to be an influencer of their lives and help them be able to achieve things that I don't know how they would achieve without this business is so rewarding to me. So I would say um, giving back to women um, is my cause and I'm grateful for this business that allows me the opportunity to do that every day. Oh, those are so good, Janine. Thank you for sharing that. This is my fun part of the call. I always like to wrap up and hear, um, learn from other people that we that we interview and we talk with. So what I'm reading actually, is, I'm reading two books right now and both of them come from these girls on the call. One is Where the Crawdads Sing. Yes, actually, Ashley, I finally did start reading it. I'm about a hundred pages into it and I love it. It took me forever to make the time to read it. And I'm reading, so let's talk about race that Savannah had um, read in a uh, book club that she leads. And that's a really insightful book too. So I'm enjoying that. Something that I'm loving these days is um, a new social media platform, Clubhouse. I love Clubhouse where you can just pop on and listen to different conversations and talks happening all the time. And in fact, Janine and I will be leading a regularly scheduled uh, Clubhouse every Tuesday at noon Eastern, I believe. We're leading an MLM You Decide Clubhouse. Um, so if you know anybody that is clubbing, then you can uh, plug them into that. My kids cringe when I use like uh, <laughs> like, like some kind of a young term. Um, so what do I love to get back to? Well, we love to get back to um, mental health therapy for those that cannot afford it. And I'm just so thrilled that recently for my birthday, we raised enough money to give a lifetime scholarship to um, someone who had been sexually abused and could not afford therapy. And that is such an important part of healing. So we love being part of that with the, the Willow Field Foundation. Um, so those are my things. Lori? I love those. And I love these questions. Um... Okay, so what am I reading? I just finished for the third time my favorite book on the planet, and I totally recommend it via Audible because she reads it to you, and it's, anyway, so it's called Dying to Be Me by Anita Morani, and just can't say enough. It is literally like I cannot get enough, so I just keep listening to it, and it just fills my soul every time, um, so I just finished that yesterday. And then I've got a book right in front of me that's helping prop my computer up called Atomic Habits um, by James Clear. And I, I 
just got into it, but it starts with a story, which I love. I'm such a story person. Um, so if I know like somebody's background, it just makes, it sucks me in. I just love hearing that. So I'm excited. I have no idea. Um, it's, it says tiny changes, remarkable results, which couldn't be more network marketing too. So um, I'm excited about that. What makes me happy right now or what am I enjoying? Is that the question? Um, oh my gosh. Okay. So in addition to all the animals we've got going on, we planted a garden and I'm just, I feel like I'm just this hippie mama right now and it feels so good. I'm one with the earth. So literally looking outside and seeing what popped up overnight, we've got all kinds of things and seeing the boys get excited and they're screaming from the window. Like, do you see? So that's exciting. And I'm throwing it in my morning protein shakes and I'm just loving earth and just earthly things right now. Um, and what was the, oh, my cause. I would say probably similar to my mom, mainly because mom, you're my mom <laughs> and I grew up with you. And so seeing you not feel like you had as many choices in your life um, and just maybe didn't know what all your options were and, and just really feeling empowered through having your own financial situation set. Um, so women and children are definitely my heart and soul. I, anything that has to do with women and children and, and really the children, because they're anyway. So um, I think the last thing I did was help with um, kids that didn't have school supplies and just make sure they had um, backpacks and just all the essentials to get started in school. And it just hurts me that every single day there are kids that go to school just really to get fed too. Um, that's their only meal for the day. So just anything, anything with kids, you've got me. So that's it for me. So what am I reading? I read a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm, um, I have my three books. I finished one yesterday called The Guest List. It's very good. One that I'm reading again, and I got this for Savannah when she graduated college. It says, it's called um, You Are the Girl for the Job. It's a really good book. I would highly recommend this. I'm reading this again. Um, it's just one of those that has these things. Every time I read it, I get something new from it. The next one. Green Lights, Matthew McConaughey. It is fabulous. Everybody was recommending this in my book club. I also recommend it on Audible because he reads it. So not a negative for sure. Um, and the third one, Midnight Library. This one I just started. So I read a lot. Um, my goal, Charlie and I, our goals for 200 books this year. Hers are a little easier because they're you know, have pictures. So it's a little, so it's a combined goal. Um, she's going to be carrying the weight of this. Um, but um, what am I loving? So I've um, been pescatarian. So I eat seafood only, uh, vegetarian plus seafood for um, since 2008. So, but recently I've been started, uh, started doing a lot of vegan cooking. I love to cook. It is one of my favorite things. And I've been loving that. 
I, not only does it make me feel good, but I found some fabulous recipes and I post them on social media a lot. Um, that's one of my, my, my passions for sure. Um, and what do I give back or, you know, what is my cause? Um, I've been working with a, a company, a website made, um, called Lab Exchange, and it's set up through Harvard um, and some, some industry representation there as well. But it, it is a free online platform um, where we do, uh, you can watch virtual labs. Um, it also has training modules. I've created a couple, one of them's on there now about cell signaling, but we're doing another one on specific signaling types and it's for students. So especially right now with COVID, it's really hard for a lot of parents to teach you know, cell biology at home. You know, some of these fundamental sciences are, um, it's going to be hard to catch back up, especially the lab portions, because you can't do those at home. So a lot of these, you can log on and you can see them. Um, you can also go through the training modules. And on there, I am listed as a mentor. So if somebody is wanting to see what it's like, how do you get into, you know, industry or, you know, what is research science look like um you know those are our options on there as well so and it's free so i'm i'm really uh you know something i really do feel passionately about is you know the development of future scientists and especially female scientists so um there wasn't a lot of that when i was younger and i i want to be that and give that to um or the next generation so savannah love that i love <laughs> all your like female empower him empowers actually it's really great to hear which reminds me yes mom I do still lead that book club and the book that we're reading right now is the mothers um it's our first fiction book so far we've only done like guides like mom's book that she said how um you so you want to talk about race and um or we've tried to mix up mediums and have reviewed podcasts together and documentaries together and now we're back on a book in the little rotation um but it's just a woman book club that I um, have started to lead that is kind of connecting us and educating us specifically on like allyship and anti-racism. So we are really loving that. Um, something I love and kind of the cause that I'm into right now are the one and the same. Um, I found the subscription that sends me produce that would have gotten thrown away <laughs> because it's ugly or, you know, not quite right for um, supermarkets. And so I've been loving that um, subscription I get and, you know, I can pick out what I want and how much. And, um, and along with that, I can donate to the local food bank, you know, especially if I want to like maybe skip because, you know, we're going to be gone um, or whatever. Um, I can donate to the local food bank, which um, was something my family also did or my husband's side of the family, we did a lot for over Christmas. We um, didn't get gifts for each other and just donated to the North Texas Food Bank because, you know, just COVID has been so hard for some up here and, um, and our food banks were in a short shortage period. So um, kind of one the same, but, and um, what Lori was saying with gardening, I know I don't have a backyard, I'm in a townhouse, but um, we've been trying to get into like composting and like giving back to mother earth. And I found the subscription as well um, where, you know, I can kind of collect my compost and then give it to a local farm here in Dallas. Um, so I've really, really been liking that. 
Oh, Janine, we're so proud of these girls, right? I mean, oh how lucky are we that they chose us as their mamas? That is just awesome. We are so blessed. And this has been a really fun conversation. I'm so glad that you guys took the time to share your thoughts and, and what you experience in your peer groups and what the thinking is out there. I, I do want to say, I am going to say that, that we didn't talk a lot about it, but I do find that more and more especially with social media and I know like with Savannah and with Ashley it's not uncommon for someone to be using products from different companies and maybe even be distributors at different companies and um, that is so like shocking for Janine and I because we grew up in a time where you know you kind of loyal to your job you get a job and you stay there forever um and and same thing with the whole network marketing MLM thing you find one and you stick with it forever and um that's just not the case anymore and I just want to you know give everybody permission that it's okay to love products from different companies and to support your friends and support your families. And it's even okay if you decide that you want to build a business with more than one company or have an income stream with more than one company. The one area when people come and ask me for advice on this that I, I help them with is saying, Here's the thing, you can use products and share products from multiple companies. If you do decide that you're building a business where you're going to be leading teams of people doing something, you're probably gonna find that just one is gonna get your full-time attention for that. It's difficult to try to lead a, a team of people in multiple organizations. Um, but feel free to embrace this community, this network marketing community. I didn't mention, but my husband, as the girls obviously know very well, um, he works in this industry too. So we truly are all about MLM and network marketing in our household. He works on the operations side. So we know the high quality um, research and development and production that goes into products that you find in this, in this network marketing space. And many times it's a, um, it's a forerunner, a front runner, to trends in the marketplace. Like you think about essential oils and now you can see essential oils on the store shelf. Um, and there's other products that, you know, a company in our industry will come up with an innovative idea first and then later it comes out, you know, on, on to on more commonly produced. Um, so I just love all things about the industry and I'm so proud of you all for being so open-minded and embracing the the things that you can learn and you can take from it and that it doesn't have to be an either or that it's you know can be shaped into whatever fits you for the time and the season that you're in so janine what closing words do you have i i love that you mentioned that um laura i think uh, i know Lori is passionate about this as well we we vote with our dollars and you know why would we want to support the big box stores when we can support our friend who is maybe using this business to be able to stay at home with their kids or, um, you know, make up for the fact that their, their spouse lost their job, you know, so we are voting with our dollars. So, so, you know, vote and support the people that you know and care about. So I, I'm glad that you mentioned that. And yes, I am so proud of 
of my daughter, proud of your daughters. I, Lori's probably thinking now, why did I get born into this family? Why couldn't I have been born into a family with the, the mom and the dad, both <laughs> network marketing? <laughs> but this has been so, so fun. So thank you guys so much. Thank you. Bye, Charlie. Bye. Say bye. Thank you. <laughs>